Hey, life insurance agents, you're listening to the Modern Life Insurance Selling Podcast, where we provide the tools to help you grow a more profitable life insurance business by selling online and over the phone from anywhere with an internet connection. Even if you're alone in your quest to build your life insurance business, just know that there's a community of life insurance agents at SellTermLife.com, connecting and helping each other grow their businesses from home offices, coffee shops, and beaches all across the nation. Welcome to episode number two of the Modern Life Insurance Selling Podcast. Some quick notes before we start. If you're listening to this in iTunes and you like what you hear, please leave us a review. Also, on our website, SellTermLife.com, we now have a Send Voicemail tab on the left where you can record a voicemail and it'll go directly to our inbox. So feel free to ask any questions and we'll answer them on the next podcast before we start the show. And this week, I'll be interviewing Leron Hirschkorn, a life insurance agent who made the successful transition from selling face-to-face to selling over the phone in his first year with a web presence. Leron had over 45,000 visitors to his website and generated over 2,000 leads. During that time, he also won the Sell Term Life hosted sales contest to get a shiny new MacBook Pro. Welcome to the podcast, Leron. Thank you. Nice right. to uh, be on. So as I'm as I'm saying your, your introduction out loud here, I'm thinking to myself how crazy those stats are for your first year. I mean, think about it. You had 40, 45,000 people in the market for life insurance cross your path in just one year alone. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, you know, it's pretty remarkable, I guess, when you look back and, you know, and look at those numbers. When you're getting 50, 100, 150 visitors a day to a site, it doesn't seem like all that much. But uh, when you look back at a year and see how many people actually found you, it's pretty amazing that, all that can be done just from you know sitting in front of your computer and, and generating that without without uh you know going out and actually talking to anyone. So tell us about your background and how you got into selling life insurance over the phone. Sure, I had a, I've always had a background in financial services. Um, I started out my career in financial services uh, when I was an, an intern for Citibank uh, when I was in college and became a uh, financial advisor. I did that for few years. Then I became a bank manager in the in the banking system. Eventually kind of saw that, you know, my my income level was kind of topped out and I wanted to go back to really being more in control and having the ability to earn more money. So end of 2010, 2011, I went to work for Mass Mutual mm-hmm. um, as an as an agent, as a captive agent. Now one of the things that's always been a hobby of mine, but I've never really been able to generate a significant amount, amount of money doing it has been, you know, internet marketing um, and trying to make money online. It's always been a thing I've tried to do on the side while working a job. And so I've always had kind of an interest in that. And when I got to Mass Mutual, I saw an opportunity to be able to market, um, you know, now that I was really running my own practice, even though I was a captive agent, saw an opportunity to market using blogging and social media and uh, the internet. And Mass Mutual wouldn't allow, their compliance department wouldn't really allow any of that. So after being there for maybe nine months, and um, I would say being successful as a first-year agent, although I've, I've earned more in one month uh, than I did <laughs> in, in one full year there from selling online and on the phone, you know, I decided that it was time to really find another path to be able to market myself. And I don't know if, you know, fate kind of led me to the to the insurance forums website where I actually asked in the forum, what's a good resource to be able to sell over the phone? 
actually recommended to to you know work with you and reached out to you and I guess the rest the rest is history um, and so I transitioned to selling over the phone. Yeah, you've you've done some incredible things since then. I mean, that was I think that was just over a year ago now. Now you have all these websites that are just cranking out leads and you're cranking out sales and it's just crazy to look back a year and see you know how it all started. And let's go back there. So, how did you start building your first website? Initially, when I got started selling over the phone, this was in August of 2012. I was initially started by by buying leads. I didn't obviously have a website or, or anything to be able to generate my own leads, and so I I started uh, buying leads. But also knew that I wanted to uh, that the goal, and this is something that you've kind of always preached is that the goal is really to be able to generate your own leads ultimately, but you're not going to start out that way. You're going to buy aged leads. You're going to buy leads, uh, but the goal is to self self generate. So contacted, uh, obviously a developer, um, had some ideas from what I wanted for a website, obviously also looking at what you were doing on, on your site and getting, getting ideas from that and had a website created and that was in October of 2012. And my my philosophy for really starting out a website was that, you know, with content that I'd be able to get traffic. So one of the things I started doing immediately after having a website built, which, you know, took took about a month and took a, took an investment, probably put about four or five thousand dollars into building that site. Mm-hmm. Um and 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 then I started blogging every single day. I don't think you necessarily need to put that much money into a site, but um you know, that's what I did. And I started blogging every single day. I would write one to two articles every single day. And I did that probably for at least, you know, nine to 12 months every day writing an article. Today, I've transitioned to having uh, people write articles for me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what, what helped me out initially was just putting things into action right away, especially not having a huge marketing budget. Writing articles was something I could do on my own, and that was my initial way to, to start generating uh, visitors from from Google to my website. Yeah. So, so how long did it take you from the the time you got your website live, you know, and started writing articles to the to the time you generated your first lead? You know, I think that I launched a website in October, and I don't think I got anything really of significance until about January of last year. So I would say it took about four months. Mm-hmm. Until I really started seeing any of the uh, results from the efforts that I was putting into to building the site. One of the things that you know, when you start a website, Google takes time to have some trust in that website. They want to see that you're adding new content. They want to see the type of content that you're adding, and they won't. You know, it takes Google some time to gain some trust in the site. So, getting traffic from Google is sort of a you know a long long term goal. You're not going to see much up front, but if you continue with it, and this would be my advice to any new agent out there who's starting a website, and, and I've seen this before. I've seen agents start a website, they blog, they get excited, and a month later, I go to their blog, and there's nothing new for, for a month. Yeah. Um, and they just, they stop because they don't, they, they don't see the, the, the results, and they don't think they could do it. Uh, they, they think there's some magic to, to getting traffic, but the end result is that it takes four to six months, I would say, to see any sort of, you know, trickling in of of traffic coming to your site. And once you see that, that's great motivation to keep going. But you need to get that initial push of adding good quality content uh, that people are searching for uh, on your website. And and the more you target niches 
and things that aren't highly competitive terms, the better chances you have of having that content actually be found by people that are that are searching for it. Absolutely, hundred percent agree with that. And uh, and you know, lots of agents can generate leads here and there. Like you said, the leads will trickle in. They'll blog for you know one, two, three, four months, maybe get a lead here and there. But how did you accelerate your marketing? You know, to get to say the hundred plus leads a month, and eventually you know the two thousand plus leads in twenty twelve. Or 2013. You know, um, I think it was a combination of both blogging and then, you know, also investing in search engine optimization. So, you know, investing in hiring the right people who are going to help me build links and get links from outside websites. Of course, I've had my ups and downs with that with, with Google, but, you know, that certainly has ultimately helped me by creating backlinks and uh, optimizing my pages to you know, have the right keywords that I was targeting on those pages and to really, to really stick with it. You know, I think when you make a commitment to be in business for yourself um, and as an independent agent, you're in business for yourself. You can't say, I'm going to give this a go for three months and see if it works out. And if not, I'll just go back to what I was doing. You have to be 100% committed that if you're going to go into it, that you're going to do this. So, uh, you know, I started doing YouTube videos. I was blogging every day. I had links created from outside websites to my site, which is which is a, a ranking signal for, for Google. And all these things together, doing it on a consistent everyday basis, investing any money I was making back into my business. You know, I put money on, I, I put things on credit card when I started out because buying leads and investing in, in my website, you know, and I think as an entrepreneur, you have to be ready to take some sort of uh, some sort of risk in your in your business. And that's really what it what it takes. Um, and kind of having the guts to say, okay, I'm going all in and I'm yeah. going to make this successful. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really, that's really what it takes. You can't really test it out. Yeah. You just have to go for it. Yeah, for sure. And, and what I like, what you started doing from the very beginning and you stuck with was, yeah, you were writing content. Everybody's writing content, but you're writing really good content. I think that's, that's one thing. And another thing is you're, you're putting out YouTube videos. Not many agents are willing to get in front of a video camera and speak to your uh, your video camera and then publish it online. But, I mean, you get business from your YouTube videos all the time, right? Yeah, I do. All the time I get, you know, traffic to my website for my YouTube videos. I also get phone calls directly um, from my YouTube videos from people seeing there. Because when people are, uh, one, you know, Google likes YouTube. They own YouTube. So, <laughs> right. Um, they're, they're, right. So they're going to they're going to want to drive traffic to themselves. So they tend to like to rank YouTube videos. And the the other thing is that a lot of people are going directly to YouTube and just doing searches on YouTube. YouTube is actually the second biggest search engine. So it's bigger than Bing. It's bigger than Yahoo um, right behind Google. So, you know, you really need to educate people uh, because it can be so confusing for people. When I say that, you know, I might talk to somebody and say, so, you know, they'll tell me they're looking for term insurance and I'll say, are you looking for a 20-year or 30-year? And they'll say, what's the difference? And that's something so basic, but actually people don't know the difference. And so if you go out there and you educate people on these issues, and then you, you, you make it even more targeted, you'll talk about, you know, you do a video on, you know, life insurance for pilots. There's, you think about there's so little competition for things like that, that anyone who's searching is likely to, to find you. People see a face, there's much more, there's already a built-in relationship. They know who you are. 
Um, they're surprised when they call to get me on the phone. They think they're calling a big company and they get to speak to the person who made the video. And that's a big, big personal touch. Absolutely. And so you have, you've already, you've already gained trust with the person that, you know, I think especially online, you have to give value first. And that's why, you know, I believe in writing really great content and making videos that are very useful. You'll see videos on YouTube that are just commercials, but that's not adding any value. I think when you put value out there, you know, that's, that's how you differentiate yourself in, a, in any market and, and get people to trust and, and want to work with you. So, yeah, YouTube has been has been definitely helpful. It's obviously free. It's very easy to do. It takes a little bit of, uh, of time, but, you know, it's definitely worth the effort and it's good branding and uh, it's a great way to differentiate yourself from the big companies. You, you won't see uh, the founder of MetLife on video. <laughs> that's true. And I mean, and like you said, it's a trust thing. When people see your face, even if they don't see a YouTube video, you know, you have your picture all over social media and even the search engine results with Google authorship, you know, your, right. your picture's everywhere. And to be speaking with the person, you know their face, you may not know them on the line, but they know you. That's a level of trust that you can't get with just a purchased internet lead. And I think that's why right. you know, you're having such a successful year. So. And, and, you know, uh, organ- organic visitors are, um, are are the equivalent of that exclusive lead because, yeah, those people may be going to other websites. You know, when you buy a lead, a lot of times those leads get sold to, you know, 10 other agents. And you're competing with calling somebody, you know, if you don't call that first second that lead comes in, uh, somebody else probably already did. And when somebody comes to your website and you call them back even an hour, five hours later, they visited your site. You have a compelling reason to call them. And they probably want to speak to you as opposed to, you know, having 10 agents race for that, for that one lead. And they, there's nothing better than, than an organic lead. Uh, I think better than pay-per-click, better than any other source. Somebody searching for something specific and coming to your site is, I think, the best return, uh, you know, on, the, on that lead that, that you can get. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Be, beyond a referral, I think organic Leads are right. absolutely the, the best quality lead. But I know it's been a roller coaster year as far as getting traffic from Google from you. You know, you've had mm-hmm. Google give you manual penalties on some of your websites, and and let me preface this by saying that you have several websites that you market. Right. But you got those penalties lifted. You spoke with Google, you communicated with them, and you got them lifted. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. What happened? Why did you get these penalties? When you're entering into this online marketing world, it's can be extremely confusing and you know that's why i i think that having uh you know having a resource like your forum and your community is such a great tool for for agents because you can kind of avoid making the mistakes that you know that you've made that i've made that that other people have made that uh just by asking questions and reading um but of course you know when you go into online marketing there's many different strategies that could work as somebody who you know this was a hobby of mine but certainly no no expert um, went into, um, I probably hired some people that were getting a little too aggressive in the way they uh, try to help you rank your website. Um, the ultimate result was that I got some penalties from, from Google. So it's, yeah, it has been a, ro- a little bit of a, yeah, definitely a roller coaster year in terms of traffic. I've had periods where I've had, you know, 200 plus visitors a day to my website. And, you know, <laughs> that same website, there were days that generated uh, 15 or 20. 
Um, fortunately, I was able to get those penalties um, lifted. Basically, what what I did was I I build outside links too aggressively. You know, one of the things Google wants to see is they want to see other people linking to your website. Uh, that shows that if other people are linking, if other websites are linking to you, that means that your content must be decent, right? It's relevant, it's decent, uh, it must have some value if other websites are going to link. And that's a, that's a one that's the biggest ranking signal for Google. So if nobody ever links to your website, maybe it sucks, right? But if you have a lot of websites that, that link to you, then maybe your website is really great. So Google looks at that, and that's a big factor. Of course, that can be manipulated, you know, by creating other websites that link to you, by, you know, paying other websites to link to you. There's multiple ways in which that could be manipulated. And I hired some companies who um, who manipulated it too much where Google said, okay, this is unnatural. These are not, this is not necessarily all these people just wanting to link to you naturally. You're doing something here to, to manipulate. And that's essentially what happened. And when you build too many links too fast, when you build specific keywords, it's called anchor text on those links that, you know, maybe building keywords that say term life insurance rates, that doesn't seem as natural as, you know, click here to visit this website. Um, then that's going to, it can be good, but then if you do too much of it, it can be bad. And, right. and that's, uh, that's what I did. Um, and so I got penalties from, from Google. So the end result was that I had to actually hire a company that went out and um, contacted a lot of websites to request that links be removed um, to undo a lot of that work. And in combination with using in Google Webmaster Tools, uh, Google has launched a disavow tool which allows you to say, you know what, these websites, I couldn't get these links removed, but I want you to not count them anymore. And so a combination of that, you know, I had to hire one company to do that for me on one site, which got a penalty um, lifted. took a few months to do. And another website, um, I actually was able to do it myself because there weren't too many links to the site at all, and I was able to contact webmasters and, and get that removed. And, and my, my rankings are back. They're back in pretty good shape for, for both sites, and I'm now getting more traffic than I did, you know, from my one original site when, when it was doing well. So, um, you know, and the, the, the reason I have multiple sites is because when one site got penalized, created another one quickly to you know, to, to sort of uh, come back in case that website didn't ever come back to start rebuilding again. And so just kind of a diversification strategy, although if I had to do it all over again today, I would build one site and just do it right the first time. But, um, you know, experience is the most, is the best teacher and the most expensive teacher. And so um, yeah. those lessons I've learned uh, over the last year that, you know, have made me a better marketer. Um, they've cost me money, but they've made me a better marketer. And the reason people are probably wondering we have to use search engine companies to help us is it's it's very competitive out there. The life insurance companies have big pockets, you know, they can market. And us independent agents, you know, we're writing our blogs, we're doing everything we can to get in the search engines. And there's kind of a gray area. There's, you know, people, a lot of people like to talk white hat SEO, black hat SEO, gray hat SEO. Um, everybody's gaming the system. And that's why agents like yourself, myself, a lot of the agents that blog are investing in, in SEO services is because we need to stay ahead. We need to keep up with everybody. So that's why when you're writing a blog, yeah, you can generate leads here and there, but to accelerate your marketing, just like you did, you know, you need to kind of live on the edge a little bit <laughs> and, kind of, right. and kind of walk the line. 
and you may get slapped, but it's right. it's reversible if you you know if you can figure it out. And you're one of the first people, one of the first life insurance agents I've seen get very aggressive. You know, kind of get slapped down, and then you figure it out, and you said, "Oops, sorry, let's do a redo." And now you're back to the way you were, and now you know a lot more right. than you did before, and you know not to do that anymore. And that is that's information right. that's valuable. You know, you're going to be you know, this next year is going to be a lot more efficient for you because you know what to do now. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I know that I can cut down on my on my expenses this next year. I'd increase my revenue based based on my uh, experience this this past year. And like you said, you're competing against you know companies like MetLife that you know they have you know millions and millions of dollars in in their budgets. But you know, one thing that those companies don't do, where we can be very very nimble, is they don't. You write about niche topics, and that's where I think the biggest opportunity is in marketing. You know, if you go to the MetLife website, you'll see quotes, and if you Google term life insurance rate, of course, MetLife and and the big boys are gonna are gonna show up. But you know, Google, you know, uh, like life insurance for pilots, or you know, get even more specific, right? You, you, we both have our. I have a video. You have an article on life insurance for helicopter pilots. I mean, you can get down so granular and. Uh, of course, you're not going to have a million people looking for life insurance for helicopter pilots, but there are hundreds of niches like that that you can um, sort of exploit. That that's where you can gain an advantage over over the big uh, the big companies. That, that's I think where independent agents can really make money by sort of specializing in either one or multiple niches, uh, and that's that's where you can really um, compete. And that's why a lot of us do specialize in high risk life insurance because. There are so many health issues out there you can you can write about and and rank for because they're not as uh, they're not as competitive as term life quotes which which you know uh, I don't think any independent agent is is, is going to rank for in the next uh, in the next twenty years. <laughs> it's a tough term. <laughs> yeah, no, I I agree. And a lot of agents you know ask us like Jeff, why are you why are you telling us this? <laughs> and and you're. You know, you're doing the same thing, you know, telling independent agents that it's the niche marketing. That's that's really where it's at. That's how we're able to, you know, to make money online off of Google, at least, off of SEO. There's obviously other ways to do it, but we're just talking SEO and right. Google right now. And you really have to have the abundance mindset. There are a ton of different niches out there. There's a ton of different terms. There's 10 spots on the first page of Google. And really, if you write the best content, I think you win in the long run. <laughs> In my opinion, I truly right. believe that you do things the right way, right. you'll eventually get there. I, I agree. And one of the things you just said, you know, kind of, um, I, I agree with, and it, it's, a, I think, a big factor having an abundance mindset. I, I think it's just, I think it's a huge factor. Any anything you do in life, whether you have a job or you're going to business and you're going to be an independent agent for yourself, if you don't think that you're going to make it and that it's doable and that it's going to absolutely 100% happen for you, then it won't happen. Um, you really have to be, you know, I'm a fan of personal uh, development and, and technology and, you know, Napoleon Hill and, and Think and Grow Rich and books like that can really help you when you're, especially when you're in business by yourself. But, you know, one of the things Napoleon Hill says is burn all your bridges because don't look back. You know, if you're, if you're going to do this, then do it, put every effort into it, risk it, do whatever you need to do, and make it happen. And if you don't go in with that attitude, then it's not going to happen. Absolutely. See, I see a lot of agents that, I guess you can say, fail out of the business because they have one foot in and one foot out. You need that commitment. 100% agree with that. So going back to, to the Google, highs and lows here, do these highs and lows 
affect you in any way? I mean, does it discourage you at all? Is it more motivating? Yeah, I mean, definitely, it definitely affects you. You know, when you get an email, you know, and it's like Google has penalized your website. It's like it's like <laughs> looking at death, you know, in the mirror, yeah. right? And then you're like, that's you're like, it, it's over, you know. But at the same time, I look at that it's over for you know for a day. And then, and then I look at, okay, what do I need to do to get out of this jam? Or what do I need to do to, to start generating traffic immediately and, and make this better? Um, so yeah, absolutely. And you know, the other day it was, uh, two o'clock in the morning and I was up and, um, <laughs> I got a, I got an email that says your manual penalty, uh, on my second site, your manual penalty has been revoked. It's been lifted. And, uh, I went to bed and I, you know, my, my wife woke up as I went into bed and I told her, my penalty has been lifted. You know, I, was thrilled. <laughs> uh, you know I, I sent you an email right away with a screenshot. I mean, I was just so excited that, yeah, the penalty has been lifted because, of course, that means traffic. That means, that means you know, your business is running. And, uh, you know, my business does rely a lot on, on traffic from Google. Um, if I don't get that traffic from Google, um, it's much more difficult to generate, to generate leads. So, uh, yeah, definitely there's highs and lows. And I think, ultimately, it's how you react to those highs and lows. Of course, uh, I'm excited when I get a big case. Of course, it's frustrating to lose a case. It's frustrating to have a penalty from Google. But ultimately, it's not the cards you're dealt, but how do you react to the cards you're dealt? And so as soon as I had that penalty from Google, I'm thinking, okay, what do I need to do to start recovering from this? And to, and to you know, and that's ultimately what resulted in multiple websites. And that's ultimately what resulted in me hiring a company to revoke those penalties, that was a big risk because I had to put up uh, $3,000 up front just to work with them and uh, not knowing whether or not there, there was going to be any chance of them actually getting that penalty removed. But I know that if a penalty is removed and I get traffic from Google, uh, one or two, three cases, and I get that money back. So that was a risk that, that I took. And, you know, during during that, like, three-month process that they took to get that penalty lifted, you know, there several times where I was debating, like, did I make the right move? You know, I spent this money. I don't know if I'm going to get anything out of it. You know, have I made the right move? And, you know, I think just being part of being, being an entrepreneur or business owner, you have to make those decisions. You're going to make bad decisions. You're going to take risks and you have to take educated risks, I guess. And it's part of being employed for yourself. But, you know, when you look at the, at the positive things of, of, you know, we haven't really touched upon this, but, you know, I would say you and I have, the best lifestyle, you know, we can do what we want, when we want, whenever we want, we can work from anywhere around the world. I get to pick up my daughter from, from the school bus every day. There are no other fathers waiting there. It's all moms, right? I get to, I get to do that. And you get, you get to travel and work from anywhere in the world and live. I think the best lifestyle one can live, you're in total control. No one's telling you what to do. And so with that comes some sacrifice because comes risks and comes decision-making and making money and losing money. But, uh, you know, if you're able to make it a success, you can live, I think, the best lifestyle ever. I 100% agree with that. And you know this. Just you saying this, I'm remembering a uh, an email I got from you. Hey, Jeff, I just sold a policy. I'm like, wait, aren't you on a cruise in the Caribbean right now? <laughs> you sold it from a cruise ship. <laughs> I'm like, why are you working? Yeah, yeah I, I was sitting outside my room, and, uh, and uh, I was on the phone outside my room on the boat selling a case and why not? I, I got, I got a lead and application request it took me 10 minutes on the phone. And, and, you know, I actually did two cases, I think while I was on a cruise, you know, over, over a couple thousand dollars from, 
spending uh, spending a, a little bit of time. So it can really become a passion to be able to say, wow, this I, I'm able to generate this myself. I don't need to rely on anyone to bring money in every month. And that's, yeah. that's a great feeling. You know, uh, right now my brother is, you know, laid off, unemployed. And I'm thinking, you know what, I never have to deal with that, you know. When you're yeah. able to make this success, you're your own boss. Nobody can fire you. Nobody can can give you a salary reduction or not give you a raise or screw you over. Um, you know, you're in business. Uh, you're in business for yourself. The nice thing is now there's an opportunity to be part of a of a community where you're not in it really uh, alone. You have uh, you have a lot of levels of support. Yeah. When we first met, we talked a lot about SEO, marketing, generating leads. And I kind of, right. you know, I steered you in a couple, you know, in a, in a in a direction where you can get the information yourself, basically. You know, I didn't really teach you everything, you know, but you, you know, you saw what I was doing. I was open with it. And then you took it from there. And that's just so important to see what's successful for people and then make it your own. You don't have to copy somebody exactly what they're doing. You could do something a little differently. You know, there's plenty of opportunity out there to get in front of people. You know, not everybody uses Google. The, right. the medium you chose and, you know, to be able to apply that to different areas of marketing, there's a lot of ideas that are, that are being, you know, brought up in the, uh, in the community. And it's, it's just a really cool thing to see. As far as coming up with new marketing ideas and everything, um, you're the first person that I've seen on any life insurance website to use chat. <laughs> How is chat mm-hmm. going? You have a pop-up box that comes up to anybody who visits your website. How are the results? Doing that was one of the, the, the best things that, that I've done um, from a marketing standpoint. Uh, one of the cheapest things you can do, one of the best returns you're going to find. Obviously, you need to have some traffic to your website for right. it to work. But, you know, I, I, I know myself when I, visit, when I visit a website, a lot of websites out there, there's a chat feature. And you go on, if you have a question, you can ask. I'm not always in the mood to call an 800 number and speak to a salesperson or Sometimes I'll just leave the site, but if a chat box is there, I might ask a question or, you know, and then that obviously results in me getting more information and, and maybe buying a product. So, um, you know, I've obviously seen this and, you know, I wanted to try it out on my my life insurance website. And this is 25 bucks a month to have this. So it's really inexpensive. Somebody comes to my website after they're on a page for 15 seconds, uh, automatically a little box pops up that says, uh, you know, this is Ron. How can I help you? Um, they can shut it down. It won't pop up again while they're on the site on any page, or they can say no thank you, in which case, I'll, you know, I'll respond back saying, you know, if you have any questions, I'll be here. Um, or a lot of times I say, yeah, I'm looking for I'm looking for a quote, and that leads to, to obviously a conversation. I'll quote them a lot of times right there. I'll get their email. I'll send them the quotes. Sometimes it'll lead to uh, an application right there. I'll call them and take the application. I even once did an application that they gave me fully the information on the chat. The husband <laughs> That's and wife. crazy. And I didn't, even, I didn't even speak to them on the phone. But this works really well. You know, people appreciate it, especially because, you know, most other sites don't have this. So people really appreciate when they can come to a site, ask questions. Um, I don't pressure anyone to ever buy. You know, if somebody tells me, oh, well, that seems expensive, I say, okay. You know, I I don't even try to convince them um, to buy. Uh, And it works really, really well. My goal really most of the time is to obviously, if they engage in a conversation, is to be able to give them a quote, get their email, and email them a, a PDF attachment with the quotes. Um, and many times they come back and they and they apply. And this has worked really, really well on my site. Um, the good thing is you can turn it on and off when you want. When I go to sleep, I turn it off. When I'm back in front of my computer, I turn it on. 
It's hooked up. You can hook it up to Gchat or Skype. So I have it on my cell phone. Um, lots of times I'm chatting with people. It, it's funny, right? If you're if you're on a website and you're talking to someone, and that guy is sitting at Benihana having a boss. Right? You don't think <laughs> you don't think that's you don't think that's the case, right? But you yeah. can be chatting with somebody on a website, and they're you know in the bathroom. Um, you do it from anywhere, and it's great. It's been a, a, a it's a very useful tool to have, I think, on any website, and um, it's inexpensive. And it works really well. People have questions, especially when it comes to life insurance. You, you know, we inherently kind of know this stuff, but you'd be surprised with how much, even people who are educated and, and make a good income, how little they know about so many aspects of our business. Yeah. I think one of the biggest wins here is that you're offering chat during off hours, too, when people aren't there to take phone calls. People are searching online in the evening hours you're able to take that mm-hmm. chat where nobody would be available by phone. So they're communicating with an agent and sometimes you even get on the phone with them. They, they, you know, they get you on chat and they want to speak and you're having a conversation at nine right. o'clock at night. I mean, I'm not saying that's, you know, every night, but you know, sometimes, sometimes that happens and, and that's just a, you know, a value add that consumers appreciate. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, obviously, and, and on weekends, the same thing. I mean, I have a pretty much, Turned on. If I'm if I'm awake, I have it turned on. Yeah. Um. But that's that's me. That's that's how I want to do it. Obviously, if uh, you want to turn it off at seven o'clock at night, you can you can do that. You can you control it. But um, people really appreciate that, especially like on a Sunday. You're not they're, they're not going to be speaking to any of your competitors on a Sunday. Highly unlikely. And you're able to engage with them, talk to them. People really appreciate it. Um. I think it's adds to the level of, of service that, that, that you offer, big differentiator. You know, when somebody comes to a chat and they say, what's the difference between you and IntelliQuote? I'm like, I'm talking to you right now in chat. Does, does IntelliQuote do that? <laughs> right. <laughs> that's, that's my answer. And they yeah. say no, you know, and, and that's it. And I won, right? And, and, and I, of course, tell them about the personal service and, and all that. But, you know, it's a common question I get. Well, what's the difference? Can I just buy it anywhere? But, yeah, but they're not going to be here. They're not going to be there on chat to answer your questions. And that's a big, big, uh, big key. Again, I think um, part of being successful is going above and beyond. I think that's one of the tools that can help you do that. And it works. And yeah, the reason why I have it turned on at nine o'clock at night, because you can have a conversation with somebody for 20, 30, 20, 30 minutes, take an application and you have a commission of a thousand dollars. Well, what other business is able to do that? Right. Absolutely. And, and you actually convinced me to put it on my site. And so now I have chat on my site that actually I have you working it. And I think it was, was it this week or taking a $10,000 application from a chat lead? Yep. From a chat lead. Um, you know, and this was somebody that came with a high risk life insurance question. Um, again, they're not going to find there. It's, it was such a specific question. They're not going to find the answer to it online. They're not going to find the answer to it by, by really talking to most What was the risk again? In fact, I didn't, um, the risk was, um, long QT syndrome. Okay. Um, and, um, you know, it's a heart-related condition. Um, I didn't know the answer. You know, we have um, one of the great tools that we have being agents through Penny is the ability to send out quick quotes to the underwriters themselves and, and, and get an idea of, of if somebody can get approved or not. I That's exactly what I did. I took the guy's email address. Didn't want to give me his phone number. And, um, you know, he wanted, to, I think, to first see if I was knowledgeable in this. Um, I looked up some initial information on Wikipedia while I'm on chat with him about what it is so I could at least show him I know what it is. Um, and then I told him, you know, and then I told him truthfully, look, you know, I don't know the answer, but what I do know is I have access to about 30 companies and I can go out and email all those underwriters 
and find out for you. And I think he appreciated that. It took me a couple of days. I got some results back. I emailed him um, on some numbers that he needed to have as far as his health. Got that from his doctor. And, yeah, this week we'll be taking an application. Um, and this is a 55-year-old, you know, for a $2 million application. So it's going to be somewhere between seven to ten grand uh, premium, and that's all from chat. And, you know, really? chances are that guy may probably would not have gotten a quote on a website because he knows about a syndrome, doesn't even know if he can get approved or not. That quote is kind of worthless for him unless mm-hmm. he can speak to somebody. Um, and, you know, people like that don't want to go through a whole process unless they really know, like, to actually have a shot at getting approved. And they're going to want to at least speak to somebody or read something that, you know, tells them that. And in this case, there's nothing online about it at all. So not only do I have a case now, but I also have an idea for a blog post, right? Because yeah. now I have all the numbers from Prudential, who who is the one that, that gave me the best response as far as the, the fact that they would approve. They gave me all the stats on what you need to have to be able to get approved. And I've just generated um, a lead from chat and an idea for a blog post that I'm going to get future leads on. So people are looking for the same thing. I'll be able to rank that probably on the first page of Google. So it's probably really nothing Nobody after on, about on that. the topic. Yeah. Exactly. And if I do a video, I'll have a video on the first page of YouTube and I'll have and I'll have an article and I'll control twenty percent you know I'll control most of the relevant material on that in Google. Right. Um, so that's kinda you know, that's how that's a, stuff like this can really snowball. That's a great lesson. When you're every conversation you have with somebody on the phone, if they have a question, write it down. If they have a health issue and you do some research on it, Write it down. Put it in a blog post. Write something about it. Somebody will be searching it at one point. If somebody has a question about it, somebody will be searching it. And that's basically how you operate. It's how I operate. It's how a lot of agents are operating. And it's, you know, it's working. People are finding us. Yeah, absolutely. And again, that's one of the things MetLife is just not doing. They're not going to have a blog post about long QT syndrome. They don't think it's relevant enough to a big enough audience, I guess, but they yeah. just, they don't do it. So it's really easy to, to get ranked for this stuff, and you might not you might get one or two cases a year, but that could be an extra five to ten grand, um, especially for some of these high risk cases because they're the premiums are higher. So yeah, um, you know it could be it could be a nice a uh, nice addition as you kind of get more of these topics in your sort of blog rolodex. Yeah, definitely. So let's move on here. What what advice would you give life insurance agents wanting to make the move online? Knowing what you know today, uh, well, you got you got to do it one of two ways. But you know, if you're, you you want to have some money saved up or some money on the side that you can live on for a uh, few months while you build this, you also want to have money that you're going to invest in marketing. Um, you're gonna if you put together a five hundred dollar website, it probably will look like a five hundred dollar website. Yep. I think you have to have the mindset that it's possible that you can do it. I think you have to take massive action. I think you can't. You know, even if you have the money, you can't just put it and sit back. You have to really work and spend time and learn and Mm -hmm. blog and write articles and do videos and do everything possible in your power to market. Marketing is the name of the game. You can know nothing about insurance and then and have other people to rely on for that. The marketing end is really what you need to focus on and you need to have a plan. Okay, how am I going to get people to my website? What's my plan going to be? And I think that's where your focus your focus needs to be the insurance end you can get help with. Um, it's really the marketing side of the business. You have to be fully, fully committed that, that you're going to, you're going to do this, do it for a year and then, and then decide if it works or not. You know, you can't go into it with a, with a three month or a six month 
mindset because no business is going to operate on that, you know, and, and 90% of businesses fail in the first year. So, right. um, unless you want to be, unless you want to be different, you have to do something different. Most people give up after a month or two. You have to do the opposite. Most people don't want to invest money. They don't want to risk. You have to do the opposite. You have to do the exactly. opposite of all, all your intuition, uh, and uh, of really what, what you, what you think and do the opposite. Because if you want to succeed, you have to do something different than what everyone else is doing. Well, we're a business. Any, any business that's starting up has to has to invest in advertising. It's no different than any other business out there. Right. So, hundred percent agree. Right. Absolutely. Liron, thank you so much for uh, you know for giving us your insights here, and also for being one of the top contributors in our private community. I really appreciate that, and and uh, hopefully we can get you back on the show soon. Sure. Yeah. And you know, I enjoyed uh, being part of this, and I'm looking forward to listening to the to the to the other podcasts that you have, and and I think anyone who is able to to access this community and have access to the people that are in this community has a huge head start on everybody else that's trying to do what you're doing. And, uh, and to everybody out there, I swear I didn't pay him to say all this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I appreciate uh, you know, being able to share on this call. All right. Well, thanks, Leon. Appreciate your time. And we'll see you again on an episode soon. And now for a peek into our community of life insurance agents over at SellTermLife.com, here are some of this week's hot topics. This week in the community, there's a good discussion on technology we're using to make our businesses more efficient. And we're talking about cheap or free technology here to help us automate, market, and make more sales. We're also talking about how we measure success in our business. There's different views for different stages in your life insurance business, but tracking your key performance indicators are very important, especially when you're marketing online and buying life insurance leads. There's some talk about LinkedIn did you know that there's some free email clients that can work with your Outlook or Gmail that show your social media profiles like LinkedIn? One agent added a vendor they work with and took a $6,000 app from a LinkedIn contact. And that's just a few of the great discussions this week. To join the conversation and discover how you can use modern techniques to sell more life insurance, work more efficiently, and on your own terms, head over to selltermlife.com. We'll see you back next Thursday morning for another value-packed episode of the Modern Life Insurance Selling Podcast. Editing and production of this podcast were provided by Authority Engine. Learn more at authorityengine.com.